Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today it's week seven rankings talk. Go over some of our ranks for the week. You know what? I think they're kind of switching up a little bit. I just noticed this week it feels like you're finally to the point, we're finally to the point where preseason rank means literally nothing to us at all. These players are all over the board now, so we'll go over that in just a minute. But before we do that, make sure you guys go follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit or follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. You can go check out the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. We're on YouTube. We got more videos out there that, than just the regular podcast, so check that out. It's youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. And we're on Patreon as well. It's patreon.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. You can support the show for as little as just a dollar. A dollar a month supports us. So go check that out if you guys feel you know want to they also hey review the podcast that's always a nice thing go go on itunes five star review helps us out too but rankings 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 week seven we're already now halfway through the regular season basically at this point and is patrick mahomes number one for you this week yep yeah he's nothing he did against new england would make me not rank him number one this week so he's He's that good. He really is, right? That's there's no Rodgers this week, so that's I mean, part of it. Otherwise, Rodgers is pretty much my number one every week. But yeah, I think it's Patrick Mahomes now. He's yeah. he's been that good. I don't see that going away. He has so many weapons, it's just ridiculous. Uh, it yeah, can't be stopped. He's played wonderfully. And what I like about him too is even though he's just a first year starter, second year guy. You know, he hasn't been shaken by any defense they threw at him. Even Jacksonville, he, he he still did okay. I mean, obviously, two interceptions, no touchdown. But New England talked about the bounce-back game and just showed why he is number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked terrific. And mistakes really don't affect him, for what, what I've seen. He might throw a pick. He doesn't care. He's still going to try to throw the ball in there next time. He might make a mistake or two doing that, but you're not going to be able to get as many touchdowns as he'll throw if you just played it safe. So Mahomes, number one. Now, this is where it gets interesting after that. I don't. I had a hard time with these ranks this week. I really did. Just wasn't sure. I was just not sure where to put people after this. I did go, like I say, second and third. I went Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. It's my two and three. And I felt okay with that. But it's right. It's like that point for me where I just said, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. It, me too. The. Um... The guys that I like to have up there kind of week in, week out, don't necessarily have the best matchups. And, you know, I, Breeze would be in that conversation as well. Breeze and Brady, really. I mean, Chicago and Baltimore, two very good defenses. Obviously, Chicago kind of got shredded last week by Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so, definitely, you know, Tom Brady is definitely capable of doing that. But, you know, that's I have, you know, Matt Ryan, number two, Goff, number three, Newton, number four. Strange, I know it feels that way. Now in my head, I have to say, if I really did have those guys, would I play them over Tom Brady? And that's where the question really yeah, comes in. That's the problem because it's golf has an unbelievable matchup, right? But he did just come off of a poor performance that well, cost me a win against you. So I mean, I don't even know how poor him. it was for him necessarily. It's just they just realized we can run the ball all day, mm-hmm. and Gurley ran the ball twenty eight times, which he normally doesn't do that. 
I don't see that happening two weeks in a row, though. They they don't they don't want to run Gurley into the ground like that. That's not what they they're looking to do. Exactly. I think they're trying to save him for when they actually need him. They don't need him against San Francisco. I mean, he'll get a he'll get a lot of touches. He'll do well anyway. But you know, especially now that they're a week off of that concussion protocol as well. Because let's be honest, yes, Cook and Cup were playing, but at the same time, you're you're probably trying to protect your banged up players a little bit if you can. And I think that's kind of the game flow that happened. Yeah, I I think that has to be more of what it was. So where do you have Goff? I have him fourth. Okay, so we both have him very high. Yeah, I I feel pretty confident in it. San Francisco, they, they I guess overall played well against Green Bay as a way in a way, but their pass defense just wasn't there when it mattered most. And I think with it doesn't they don't they won't have Cooper Cup, but Cooks and Woods are just going to be able to run all day against these run all over these guys out there and catch everything. It's not going to be a problem. So it should be a big game for Goff. I really do. Then I really think so. Cam Newton was my fifth. It, it says, there's a lot of players that I like that I don't necessarily like their matchups. So like you said, Breeze. Breeze came in seventh for me, which is actually higher than consensus, I believe. The consensus had him lower than that. It, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm scared off, too. I have him ninth. You know what? It, he's... This could be a run the ball with Ingram and Kamara type game, and he doesn't do much. It's happened in the past. Happened just a couple weeks ago. So it very well could happen again. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't I don't I mean, I did rank him in the top ten, but I think if anyone can break down Baltimore, it would be Breeze because I think he not only do you have Michael Thomas, who is very good, but I think Kamara is this is the perfect game where he is the perfect weapon against a, a defense that can definitely stop the run. And can, you know, lock down a top wide receiver. But him running through mm-hmm. the middle of the field, I think he's going to have a heavy game plan because he's a just an insanely tough matchup. So what about Jameis after his good week, his first start? I mean, they're going to throw the ball a lot. They can't run the ball. They're going to keep throwing it. So he's going to sh- keep showing up. I have him number 10. Okay. Um, I actually I, have him eighth. I, I want to see another game out yeah. of him. I, I think he'll do fine. But it's hard to, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, the probably the I'm trying to think of the guy who, who's over him. I'm guessing I have Andy. I have Andy Dalton ahead of him. Do okay, you? I have Dalton ten, so he's okay. just two below him. Yep. And then who is the other one? Maybe Wentz or someone. You probably have Wentz ahead of him. Yeah. I have Wentz ninth. Okay, I have Wentz seventh, Dalton eighth. So there's actually there's actually some very interesting streaming options this week. I think this is a week where if some of these players are out there, they're good matchups. Which okay, Andy Dalton's one of them playing against Kansas City, who hasn't been able to really stop the pass at all. Baker Mayfield going against Tampa. Mitch Trubisky going against the Patriots is probably pretty decent as well. And then even Flacco against New Orleans. There are, there's some, there's four relatively good streaming options this week. So how do you, I mean, you know where you ranked Dalton, but what about Mayfield, Trubisky, Flacco, which they might be higher this week than you might normally see them? They are, they actually, they're 14, 15, 16 for me. As so they're well for me. I was going to say, they're right in a row. Yeah. I, do, who, who do you have on top of that? Because I have Baker top because I think okay. Tampa's the worst of the defenses. I do too, and I actually have Trubisky ranked third because he's been on such a hot streak. But he's really young. He's going against New England, who made, uh, you know, even Mahomes throw two interceptions. Yeah. So what are they going to do to him? That that was kind of my thinking. Mm-hmm. Flacco, I don't want to put him up that high, but you know, New Orleans hasn't been very good against the pass, obviously, and uh, you know, he's just okay. And then I mean, Eli Manning should have he should be one of those streaming options this week, but I can't believe in him. But I did put I did put him in my top twenty at number eighteen this week for me. 
he did rank ahead of Deshaun Watson because I really I I Deshaun Watson worried me a bit. And okay, Jacksonville did just give up forty points. That's I shouldn't be so worried, but I just don't see that happening. I think that was a fluke. That won't happen again. So Deshaun Watson dropped nineteen for me, and I wouldn't play him this week. I did, I really wouldn't. I'd I'd find one of these other streaming options to play him over him. That's really how much it he worries me actually about right now. So yeah, he might climb my ranks, but I was Trent. He does. He has a, a terrible matchup. And right now he's 17th for me. But if I'm being completely honest, I probably – I should actually move him up. I, w- I would still probably start him over – I would start him over Flacco and Trubisky for sure. The Mayfield one does mess with me because Tampa has been so poor against the pass mm-hmm. and Jacksonville so good. So, actually, he's going to come in at 15th for me. Okay. How about running backs? I'll move over there. I got Gurley's number one. It's just Gurley's number one for me all the time. I don't even it's <laughs> it's basically like the Aaron Rodgers thing. I will always put Aaron Rodgers number one. I will always put Todd Gurley number one, and I don't even think about it. He's that good. Same for you. Yeah, uh, don't don't mess with perfection. Right? So after that, where probably Barkley number two. I put him number two. It's just a good matchup. So correct. Yeah, yeah I, and he's been great. Yeah. Guys, L- last amazing. week I had Gordon above him. It, it really yeah. between those two, it's matchup. Barkley has a better one well, this week. And then here's where it gets interesting. But there's a lot of good players. It's just how do we rank them this week? Right. So I I actually put Zeke three and Gordon four. Um, I don't. It's just they're interchangeable. You can put whoever, wherever. Really, <laughs> I, I, they're both great players. My number five, I put Alvin Kamara number five, which he is lower than that in consensus ranks, but I think Alvin Kamara is kind of matchup proof if they use him in the right way. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. He's going to be great. Now, how are they going to use him? That's the issue here. I tend to believe it's going to be back to what it's been before, and there's no worries. Another week like we saw two weeks ago, and yeah, might change my mind a little bit, but I'm my mind's not changed yet. Yeah, I have him at number six, so... A lot of these other guys uh, obviously have better matchups, but Hunt has been playing very, very well also. And Cincinnati, which scares me a little bit, but I'm just, you know, Kamara is still going against Baltimore, but I think he'll actually be used more than Ingram this time around because I think he's a better fit for what Mm -hmm. they're going to be doing, as I mentioned kind of earlier in the podcast. What about Ingram? Where'd you put Ingram? That's actually an interesting one. I have him at 16th. Okay, I have him 13 right now. So yeah, I, I put him down a little bit lower because I think his skill set is exactly what Baltimore has been so good at stopping. Um, so I did kind of throw him down a little bit lower than I usually would. Yeah, he's... But, you know, at the same time... I don't know. We have only seen one game of the two playing together this year, so it's just... Yeah. This is this know. is a little bit more we need to see. Yeah, it would so. be nice. But we did see it all last year. Yep. You kind of know what... They're going to use them for. I'll say, well, I'll say the rest of my top 10. So I had, you know, I went Gurley, Barkley, Zeke, Gordon, Kamara. Then I went, I went Joe Mixon, six, Kareem Hunt, seven. David Johnson is eight. It should be a good matchup against Denver the way they've been playing D. They haven't been too good. Christian McCaffrey came in ninth for me. And then Sony Michelle is top 10. Sony Michelle is just, they're using him that well. It's a Chicago should be a tougher matchup. But then again, they just gave up 100 yards to Frank Gore. So what are they? Yeah, very true. I think uh, my uh, my top 10 is relatively the same, except I do have Hyde coming at number 10, and Sony Michelle is just outside of it. Um, once again, it's at Chicago, and I actually do have White um, ahead of Sony Michelle just this time because I, I saw don't. what Albert Wilson was able to do. I dropped White to 17. What? Really? I don't, I don't believe in the guy. 
<laughs> Back some, to that. I was going to say, at some point, you got to believe him. <laughs> last week, I didn't. There was nothing special. There was nothing good last week. Yeah, they they used him fine. Sony Michelle, they? They, it was just who who do and they need that's more of? They, they yeah. need to use Sony Michelle going forward. Yeah, Chicago, they're good up front. I'm, that's what I think. I think that they'll pass much like I think the Saints yeah. will use you know Kamara in the passing role. Completely team. I think Sony Michelle moving forward is definitely the the play. Um, I think this is just a unique situation. So, are you starting to give up on Jordan Howard? Slightly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I am. I <laughs> I mean, I traded him in one league, but I like the guy, but he's going to be up and down. And the very bitter truth about it is Tariq Cohen keeps cutting into it. And for their offense and what they're trying to do, he's a better fit. So there will be games where Howard will be used and he will have some that he scores 20 fantasy points and you're like, oh, he's back. Um, but it's very difficult to predict. Uh, and right now, I would, you know, I think there's other RB3s, RB2, back end RB2s that I would much rather have. So Jordan Howard is starting to slip down my, down my list. Yeah, he is for me. I just, I, Chicago seems to play their best when it's Tariq Cohen. Yeah, it gives it really Trubisky do, they, more. They options. really do. He, that seems to be their best offense. And yeah, I know Tariq Cohen can't have a full workload, like running the ball, actually, but. They don't need to play it like that, and they might not. So Cohen's starting to inch up for me a little bit. I mean, he's well, he's twenty fourth this week, which has to put him as a you know a back end, <laughs> very back end running back too. Well, I guess I am giving up on Howard more than I thought because I've Cohen up in nineteenth. Okay, so yeah, you're really yeah. buying into that. I, I mean, am. A, I I wasn't a Cohen believer, but the more and more I see him, I can't deny it. The he's, offense he's is better great. with him right now. Yeah. It it just has been. So I I think we got to make that adjustment and. Yeah, it's it's he's a good player. He's fun to watch. It's just I don't know how much how many touches he can actually handle with being at the size he is. So we'll I guess we'll start to see. You know, Chicago needs to use him. The rest of this, a lot of ugly situations. I don't know what to think about. Um Alex Collins, I say he's still my top twenty. Can't get away from the guy. I'm I think but you know, I think Maybe I'll be not all the way right on Alex Collins just because of usage. He's going to be there. <laughs> and It's hard to not have a guy ranked as a running back, too, when he's going to get touchdown looks. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just what he's going to do. As so, soon as they turn to him instead of Buck Allen, every Collins owner had to just be thanked. I mean, the that's, Lord. that's what he needed to become relevant, and it's happened. So yep. I still maintain if Kenneth Dixon didn't get hurt, it would have been something more interesting. So <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will just, yeah. I will. <laughs> keep keep that. <laughs> he's not good though. He's still keep not good. It, keep that in your back pocket. He's, he's still not good. No, no. Your hate runs very deep for Alex Collins. So another guy who I'm just kind of to the point where I can't trust. I don't. It's, again, we've been this way. But Kenyon Drake, he's really dropped for me. Yeah, where does he, he show? Up he's thirty first for me. Oh, he's wow. been, and again, no, it's going against Detroit. He's been poor, but I just think this is completely split and. So I have, well, actually, I did rank Drake ahead of Frank Gore yet, even though, because Frank Gore can't keep that up. There's no way. But I just, I don't trust it. And I don't, Drake, it might, I need to see a couple really good weeks from him before I would even put him or trust him to start in a lineup. You can easily see a one, two point week and just do nothing for you. They might just feel more comfortable with, with Gore. Yeah, that. That fumble on the goal, goal line yeah. did not help anything. Especially Gore is looking really good. Why wouldn't you use the older back that, you know, he, he doesn't have too many years left anyway. Yeah. 
I, I totally agree. I mean, I still have him 27th. I haven't completely given up on him. But at the same time, you know, it gets pretty shallow down there. And as soon as it a does. few people start getting healthier, uh, that whole thing will change. Because, you know, you who do you have down there? I mean, Edo Smith could start moving up. Obviously, we just got the yeah the terribly crushing news that Devontae Freeman, my yeah. number two pick. On IR. In one of the Scott Fishbowl. Man, I am taking it on the chin in the Scott Fishbowl, man. Yeah, that's not good. I am two and four now. And yeah, I've, I'm, I don't like doing this poorly. I'll be honest. And <laughs> my, I pretty much lost my second and third round pick for the entire year. I lost Geis. Oh, you had Geis in that one too. Yeah. And that's then right. Devontae Freeman has been out the entire year pretty much. So running on fumes and uh, just can't catch a break, man. Not, not good. Anyway, enough of a pity party for Jeff. Where, where do you have Marlon Mack? That's see. a guy that's interesting me. He is a little bit here. Um, let me see. I think I put him 27th this week. Let me pull up my rank. Yep. 27th. You know, okay. Cause it, the really thing is Buffalo. They've been good. They, in, defensively. Defensively. Yeah. Their <laughs> offense is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but they defensively, they haven't games. been terrible other than the first week where they gave up 40 something to Baltimore. Other than that, they've been okay. And so I don't know how it's going to be used, but I think. So far, Marlon Mack has shown already that he's probably the best back there. He's better than Jordan Wilkins. Yeah, we he, know that. He came back and immediately he's going to yeah. be the guy that gets and all of the touches. Naheem Hines still is a different type of player. Yeah. So Marlon Mack, I think, you know, it won't take much for me to move him up a little bit. He'll never probably break top 20 type, but he'll be one of those guys in the 20 to 25 range, you know, at the very least. There's just a lot of those guys down there that just, they don't, inch, oh man, my player, once it gets beyond like, it gets ugly quick for me. It's like it's like fifteen, and I don't like it anymore. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it goes downhill. It might even quick. be before that. <laughs> yeah, I think I hit about twenty. I don't even know because my eighteen, nineteen, my nineteen is Alex Collins, so I cannot say that I like <laughs> That's true. anything beyond ahead <laughs> of you know that point. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with that, but yeah, I have a few a few down lower. All right, how about some wide receivers? This is. Oh, right. I'm very interested to see what you did wide receiver wise. And I think oh, my, my number one is not going to be popular. Okay. Well, maybe what is we'll it? See. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> no, no, I, I, okay. Number one. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him there, but you know what? I, I don't hate it because you're going against Atlanta. Odell has been this is, playing. This is the bounce back. Right. Exactly. This and that's what you're predicting. Back. Yep. I want, I, I really do want to have the balls to say Eli is going to come out and play well. Yep. I can't do it. It's I hard. Mean, I, it's a hard I, yeah, thing to say. He's a streamer, but like a low end streamer. And yeah, he has all the weapons. He very well could, you know, go out and blow it up. Odell definitely could catch two long bombs, whatever it may be. They looked so bad last week. That yeah, there's no way do. I can, I can put my, I think they'll quit again. They look, I they, mean, they looked bad. I, that team was terrible besides for Saquon. This is just a, I don't usually do these kind of ranks go with the gut on one, but I did. I did this time. Yeah, who, who rounds out your top five then? So my number two is AJ green. Going like against Kansas city. Number three is Julio because, okay, he doesn't catch touchdowns, but the guy catches everything else. So he's great. Adam Thielen four, which he has to be here. I think now he's to the point where he's that good. And Tyree kills five for me so yeah my uh you can go my top five yeah. is weird yeah. yeah and 
because of this, no one has, you know, matchups are all over the place. Yeah. I went with the tried and true, and maybe he won't score the most points, but yeah. I, Thielen's number one for me. He's, he's been that he's way so far. He's the safest play. He's been good. And so I put Thielen number one. I have AJ Green number two like you, yeah. Tyreek at number three. And he he's tough because I feel like he had an up week. He, now he's gonna have a down week. he does that. Yeah, yeah. But, he'll, he'll you know, do that to it's us. too dangerous. Then I do have uh, Beckham number four. Julio number five. If the guy the guy just is not scoring touchdowns. He will this week. Guarantee. Right, it. exactly. Guarantee he will. This is the week he scores. He will get one. I like it. And then yeah. uh yeah, Michael Thomas going against Baltimore. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins going against Jacksonville. So yeah. they're six and seven if you were wondering where they were. Yep. Yeah. They're for me they're six and seven, but it's Hopkins and Thomas. Then Keenan Allen eight. Mike Evans nine. Mike, come on, let's do something. I don't like oh, last week. Evans is back when Winston comes back. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, I love it. It's that. Uh, I mean, I don't because I like I like Evans, but he needs to do this is more. what happened to me last year. You you throw your weight behind him this year. He starts off wonderfully, yeah, yeah. and then Winston comes back and crushes your hopes. And now number ten. No one else will have this guy. Number ten. Who? Kenny Galladay. <laughs> I like you. You're just all over the the ballsy moves for wide receiver. Wide receiver, at least. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, number ten. I love this guy. He's he's so good. This isn't this isn't Detroit Lions fan to me. Okay, maybe partially. Maybe it is partially. But I think Kenny Galladay's great. Go if you go watch our YouTube video. <laughs> I will I will go over all my Kenny Galladay stats and why he's amazing. Yeah. But, and that will actually be coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. So check that out because. I'll I'll tell you all why Kenny Galladay's uh just gonna be great in top ten. There we go. Galladay. So how'd you round out then what eight, nine, ten? Eight, nine, ten. We're looking at Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks. Okay. Cooks is eleven for me. Yeah. He should get I mean no Cooper Cup most likely, so and he should do well. He's eleven, then Diggs twelve. Yeah, I have to Thielen's better than Diggs at this point. Can't I, I thought it would be Diggs this year, but I mean, Thielen's just proven too too steady. Okay. Not like Diggs is bad. It's just Thielen's great. Right. Here, I have a, a few. I'm just going to write them off, see where you, you have yep. them. Just interesting uh, wide receivers to play. Uh, Josh Gordon. Let's see here. Josh Gordon actually jumped up to 23 for me this week. I'm starting to think he's gonna he's getting a little bit more and more involved, and I could see it just changing here quick. I don't know about Chicago's past defense, so we'll see. Right, kind of all over the place. <laughs> uh, another one is Allen Robinson. 19th. Matchup's okay. And I don't know what to do with wide receivers after about 15, 16. <laughs> <laughs> right. And <laughs> lastly, uh, since we have kind of hyped him up a little bit in the waiver section, he's been doing very well. Your boy, Taylor Gabriel. I put him 30th this week. All right. He's up all right. to 30th. He just gets targets. He's been doing well. I mean, we were talking about him three, four weeks ago, even before the explosion that he had that one week. And actually, he's had two good weeks in a row now. So yeah. I think he's pretty solid, solid play, player to use. Don't don't necessarily go expect what he's done the last two weeks. I'm not saying that. But if you just need a player you're going to plug in and you know he's going to get targets and get some catches, I think Taylor Gabriel's that player, yeah. especially in, you know. PPR. And yeah, he really is. He's he's solid, especially in the, all these bye weeks, too. Four teams gone this week, so. Taylor Gabriel definitely can be a third wide receiver option, possibly a flex, depending on what you need. But I like it. I don't like anything else after that. I don't like anything else before that. <laughs> I just, oh man, because you know what? It's not even like I don't like it. It's just everyone is so, all especially these wide receivers. These wide receivers are so close from almost like twenty to forty. Really, they're just so any one week 
you, they have a couple good weeks and that guy jumps up. The other guy drops down. It's just you don't know what to expect and what they're going to do. It's just a – so, I mean, really, it, there's a lot of good receivers. There's a lot of really good yeah. receivers in the NFL now, and so they're all just kind of taken away from each other. Yeah, and I, I can – I mean, really, I can guess week to week, like you can try to figure out what the weather's going to do, what, you know, um, what the opponent, if they're going to game plan for them, all that kind of stuff that may hinder or help them score week to week. But also if you're playing it and, and you have, you know, good players, this is also why you kind of plug and play because yep. you, you get the average of their scores and usually the good players will come out ahead and it's very difficult to, you know, out strategize some something like that so i think especially when you get to this point uh you know it's best not to get overly cute with it yep i'm man looking at some of these players down here again trying to see sammy watkins was i'll just look at sammy watkins i mean is he dead to you after last week (laughs) don't don't even start with me uh no i gave him the pet i mean i put him at 25 Oh, I put him thirty second. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not over him. I. Everyone has down weeks. It was. It was brutal. It was a bad one for me. <laughs> I like how I didn't even mean to, but my voice got like louder because I, I <laughs> the little bit of the anger escaped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she took my Lakers tickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about let's move over to tight end finishes up. Not as much to talk about here, like always. But I did make some. I think I made some more. I moved some stuff around finally a okay. little bit. Not the top okay. though. I, I think the top five. I. Let me guess, because I think the top five are probably set in stone. Top four, maybe. Okay, here. This is, oh, I bet I bet you have the, okay. Let me just go top five, what I have. And I bet yours are almost exactly the same, except maybe you switched. And I'll say Najoku number five. That's my guess. Very possible. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz, Kittle, Ebron. But you have Najoku. Kelsey, Gronk, Ertz, Kittle, Najoku. I knew I knew it. With Ebron six. Which still pains me. Round out your top 10 because I this week I feel like um, it's the first time where I, I start going, you know, you, you can't go completely on mm-hmm. on how they've been in the past. You you really do have to look the last couple well, of weeks and this year. So, yeah, I put, yeah, Ebron was six. I jumped OJ Howard to seven. I put Greg Olson eight. Austin Hooper came in nine for me. And then uh, Trey Burton's 10. And, this is what I was actually looking for because yeah. that is very close to mine. I, I do have I I own Greg Olson. I have yep. him number ten because I'm yep. still a little worried yeah. about that foot. But I, I, same thing. I have Njoku number six, Howard Hooper Burton, and then Greg Olson. But notice how Jordan Reed is no longer in our top ten. You know, and we actually from consensus we moved a couple of those guys up than other people. Like I think we moved Howard up, Hooper up, Olson up, and like Reed and Rudolph down. And I just Jordan Reed, I thought he was going to do more than this, and he hasn't. Kyle Rudolph, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think he, yeah, needs, he hasn't done anything. Why, why just keep plugging those guys in the top ten? They don't it, need to. I'll be completely honest, too. Even Trey Burton is on thin ice with me. I think the New England matchup makes me a little more interested. Yeah. New England hasn't been great. They've been in but some shootouts. Two of his touchdowns have come from, like, that pitch. Yeah, that little shovel I'm like, how many thing? times yeah. can you do that? And then, I mean, O.J. Howard came back from injury and got a touchdown, right? And just, he, he's, I think he's really good, and. Austin Hooper's done it a couple weeks in a row. Nine catches in two yeah. weeks in a row. That I mean, that's huge for a tight end. Yeah. Well, and then I'll just say Njoku at five, who has a great matchup. Plus, every single week he gets a little bit better. And the targets are – they had 12 targets, I think, last week. He's just getting better and better and better and better. 
And I'm excited about it because I'm a Njoku owner. So it's really yeah. exciting to me because I just see the targets increasing oh. and just I guess Tampa that Bay touchdown. doesn't oh, it seem feels, like the prime like, time for him to break up. right now thinking about <laughs> it. I'm just, I'm excited. It's going to be good. The other guys, uh, just two more guys I kind of <laughs> want to rattle off that I'm very interested in. They're ranked relatively high. I have CJ Uzuma, number 12, going against KC. He's in Cincinnati. Uh, Croft is hurt. Eifert is out. He's the only guy in town. Uh, he's looked pretty good. So I like him. And then Ricky Seals Jones. I know he hasn't put together a full game yet. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of waiting for it. And because tight end is so shallow, mm-hmm. uh, he's kind of on my radar. I put, um, them, I put those guys actually 13 and 14. Oh, beautiful. Yep. So I, I think they're pretty solid. Did you, where were they for? So 12, 12 and, and 14. Okay. So, yep. So what you got like Rudolph 13? Or, yeah, I do. Yeah, I have so. Rudolph 13. I've, yeah. I've Jordan Reed at hanging out at number 11. Yeah, me too. But so. I could easily put like Uzuma. Am I saying that right? I don't even know. Uzuma. Uzuma. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, I think that's Uzuma. right. Uh, right. Above Jordan Reed, honestly. If I, yeah. I would have no well, issue with that. And one of the players that could make an appearance higher is, depending on what his injury situation is, going to be Evan Ingram. We yeah. just got to wait and see. I have him at 18, but I'm just waiting in the wings. To yeah. th- I kind of, I, I threw him at 16, 10. but that's just because it's just kind of a, it's a wait and see. He's not going to move all the way. He's not going to move way up though, either. He's going to probably I, I, move. He'd probably go number 11 for me. Yeah. He's somewhere around there because the matchup should be pretty yeah. solid. Above Jordan Reed, below Greg Olson. Yeah. Just, we have to wait and see. And that's a Monday night game. So you don't really want to wait for him. Yeah. Which makes it yeah. difficult. Which I don't want to rank him higher just because I don't want people to throw him in their lineup because they see our rank was higher and then wait, he doesn't play. So, uh, blame us i don't want that so yeah all right allison <laughs> i think that's gonna do it for ranks for this week we'll be back tomorrow with some of your questions some listener questions and different trade questions flex questions and we'll hit up point spreads which hasn't been a great two weeks for us we'll improve we'll get better but we'll do that we'll talk to you guys tomorrow